Well, hey there. Welcome to the Mark Wendell Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wendell, where we talk about life, leadership, and culture. So uh, today is going to be uh, an interesting story. So some of you know, I am a senior at Sam Houston State University. And this story starts a couple months back. I was uh, I was on campus, headed to class, and I hear this uh, this like loud speaker, and then I hear a bunch of students, and it didn't sound positive. So I would go check it out in like the public courtyard area of campus, and there were I think yeah I think there's about three people, and so the guy. I guess the the guy who's leading it, he is preaching, you repent or you're going to hell. And they had this sign with all of these uh, sins that you have to repent from. And it was just like, uh, y'all are sinners and repent, you're going to hell. And that that was basically all they were saying is they were sinners, repent, you were going to hell. And I was just, I was, I, I looked at everything going on and there was just chaos there was probably 30 students, and um, it was wild. I, there's some students, they uh, they pulled out their gay pride flag, and they were waving that around. Um, one student, she, I think, are they called tarot cards? Anyway, I know it's demonic stuff. They got those out, started, like, playing. I don't know really how those, those work. But anyway, they pulled those cards out and started doing whatever they were doing, um, right in front of the uh, the guy who is speaking. So I go to shake his hand. I'm like, hey, my name is Mark. I'm a Christian. Um, and I and anyway, he didn't even offer to shake my hand. He The first thing he said was, are you a sinner? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a sinner, but I mean, I've repented. And he's like, no, are you sinning right now? And I'm like, well, no, I mean, I repented. I'm, I'm not sinning right now. And then he shook my hand. And I thought that was weird. I was like, what, do you not? If somebody is currently sinning, do not shake their hand. Um, anyway, so I I was talking to him. I was like, hey, man, I don't think how you are presenting this is very effective. And he's like, no, I feel called from God to do this. I was like, well, I follow Jesus because I love who Jesus is. I don't follow Jesus because I am so afraid of hell. Of course, like, again, uh, I want to make sure it's clear. It is important that we repent from our sins. It is a big deal. But there's this whole other aspect of God's love, his sacrifice, his grace and truth. And and that's very important. <laughs> Again, I follow God because I love who he is. I love who he stands for. I believe that he is truth. He is life. And I want to be a part of that. And I have a vibrant relationship with the Lord. And that didn't start from somebody preaching hell to me um so anyway I told him hey your presentation I don't think is very effective and you know he's arguing arguing with me about all these scriptures of how people need to repent and yada 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 and I asked him I was like so how many souls have you won I was like he's preaching to all these um people who don't know the Lord on campus um and it looks like he does it quite often so I asked how many souls have you won and he couldn't give me an answer. And anyway, I we we uh, parted our separate ways. And then this last week, uh, they were back at the campus, and this time there was probably fifty plus students. And again, there was just an outrage. Uh, one girl, she was holding up a, a sign saying "I am the devil." Another girl was saying "I'm a Satanist." Another person had something I don't even know what it meant, 
And then other people were just like joking and be like, yeah, Bigfoot's real. While these three um, people are speaking, repent, you're going to hell. And every there's just so much chaos and division and confusion. And it really hurt my heart. So I went and talked to a different guy in that group that was um, preaching hellfire and brimstones. And I, I was just kind of, this time I was just kind of observing of what they were saying. And so... Uh, in the public area, there was like a lot of the uh, like frat and fraternity uh, signs where people like meet up. And one of the guys was standing right next to the um, those letters. And the people in that frat were like, hey, can you please move? Those are our letters. We spent a lot of time uh, making them. We don't want anything to happen to them. And the guy's like, uh, you care more about those letters than God. And you are a sinner. You are going to hell and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this guy can't be serious. And so I went up to him, and I was like, listen, I go here, I don't care about frats or fraternities, but could you just be, at least be kind and move, like, it's not going to affect your message just moving a couple feet. And he's like, no, uh, they, you know, they care more about these letters than God, and that's an issue, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, man, like, I'm a Christian. What about Jesus being full of mercy and truth? And, uh, or sorry, what about Jesus being full of grace and truth? And he was like, uh, what is grace? And I said, well, and he said, no. And I was like, dude, you didn't even let me finish. And I said, like, you know, Jesus was full of mercy, grace, and truth. And he's like, no, not mercy and grace. Uh, they're separate things. And I was like, well, yeah, but he's, he obviously had both. They're, they are different. He's like, so what's grace? And he just kept interrupting. And so I just paused right then and there. And I was thinking... And I told him I was a youth pastor, and he's like, you're a youth pastor, and you can't even explain what grace is? And, I, you know, I I wasn't talking to him then. I was just thinking of, like, what to do, what to say. And I just felt prompted to not say anything and just leave. So I just, yeah, I, I said, by, I was like, later, this isn't productive. You are obviously very close-minded, and you aren't willing to uh, listen to what I have to say. And also, for those of you who don't know, uh, I believe uh, a great definition of grace is undeserved favor and mercy is forgiveness. Um, so that's my explanation, the simple explanation of those two. So um, I just said, I just stopped talking to that guy. And and the point here is there's going to be people out there who are going to try to ask you questions or say something or argue with you. And they are just looking for a response, like an emotional reaction they really don't care about having a genuine conversation. And I, I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you to pray that the Lord will give you discernment with those types of people um, because it's not worth having a conversation with them. Um, I don't think anything that I would have said would have gotten to them. I hope when I said planted a seed. Um, but as Christians, man, we have such a great message, the testimony of Jesus and I think it's important that, I think it is very important that we tell the world that. But I think it's really important that we take it seriously of how powerful that message is and um, and that we say both sides of things. We say the full story. We don't um, just take parts that we want to say. And those people are a perfect example. They just preached uh, repent or you're going to hell. And they neglected the whole love side of things. And then there's also people who just talk about how Jesus loves you 
and everything's going to be okay and you're going to have all these blessings. And of course, there's truth to that. But at the same time, um, if we are in sin and living in the world, we're robbing ourselves from God's blessing, you know, and our relationship with the Holy Spirit is hurt when we are in sin. There is a balance to these things. If we just preach God's love and not repentance, there's an issue with that. And if if we just preach repenting and um, how terrible we are and how fallen we are, and we don't preach God's love and his redemption and his mercy and his grace and his truth, um, we're missing the mark there. There's this beautiful dynamic of God being righteous and holy and loving and he's a good father, and just like any good father would do to his children, uh, he corrects them, he punishes them when they're doing wrong. At the same time, a good father will give their children mercy and grace, forgive them when they don't deserve it. Although a good father will give their kids undeserved favor when they don't deserve it. And, um, and at the same time, he will correct them to make them better so they can learn. There's this beautiful dynamic of God's love and God's righteousness and holiness and how he corrects out of love because he wants the best for us. So, you know, I was, I kind of took a step back to just take everything that was happening in that moment. And, and my heart was really troubled just because of there, there was students hearing these people preach, um, you know, God hates sin, which he does. Um, but they are they're the only message they are hearing about God and Jesus is how he hates what they're doing and repent or you're going to hell. And they've they didn't hear any of the beauty in, of God's love and redemption and forgiveness. And and I actually this is kind of a, a funny story. I, I thought about this um this week. I totally forgot about this. I, this should probably, I'm just going to throw out a number, maybe seven to ten years ago. Anyway, a long time ago, I was a kid, and I had some older friends at Sam Houston, and I was talking as a kid to them about uh, my relationship with the Lord. I forgot exactly where that conversation was going, but I remember me specifically talking about how good God's love is, and one of the people that I was talking to she was like, wow, I've never really heard that side of things. I've always just seen the people preaching at campus of all the bad things that we're doing and how God hates that. And and I was like, man, that is so sad that those that, that's people's first impression and what they think that God is, that he, he just judges and hates what they're doing when there is that side of thing. And God does judge us righteously. But I think as Christians, we need to stand up and fight for truth. If we p- see people missing the mark when it comes to presenting the gospel, I think it's important that we go up to them with love and say, hey, um, I think you're falling short here, but I would love to help you. Let's let's do this better because you're just saying this side when this, this and that is also really, really important. And same thing with our culture. I think if we see people believing in lies, we need to go up to them and say, hey, um, I don't think this is true. I think we let, let's look at this differently. Let's look at the word. Let's look at morals. Like, does this align with what is right and good? And if it's not, as Christians, I do think we need to call that out. Of course, we we don't need to be rude and ugly and arrogant and um, prideful. 
we we can call people out. We can correct people kindly and lovingly, and uh, they can either take that and be better or or not. At least you did your due diligence, and you know maybe you walk away from that conversation and you didn't feel like anything beneficial happened. Maybe you planted a seed. And, you know, recently we saw this evil, tragic school shooting happen, and um, it really breaks my heart. Man, it, it's so sad to see what happened. And I saw some, I heard that some news anchors, um, when they were cover, covering that story, uh, they, you know, the person who shot the school, I think it was a 27-year-old transgender uh, woman. And, you know, when this happened, they said, uh, she came in and started shooting the school, and I heard that some people were like, uh, that it was unfortunate that she was misgendered um, with her identity, and I was like, really, out of all this happening, you know, three nine-year-olds get shot, three adults get shot, and y'all are worried about somebody being misgendered? I was like, that's wrong, that's messed up, and I th- we, as Christians, you don't even have to be a Christian, I know there are people who are not Christians and they can have good morals. But I do believe that morals were set by God, where they were placed here by God. And how do we fight evil? We fight it. We have to do something about it. We got to stand up, speak truth, speak life. If we don't do anything, nothing's going to happen. And I think it is time for us to speak up and fight for truth. If we don't fight for it, we're going to lose it. Um, so anyway, I hope you enjoyed this story. I hope this, uh, inspires you. I hope you are filled with boldness through that. I, I, I pray for boldness. Everybody that is listening to this, that they will have courage to stand and fight for truth. Cause guys, I believe it's important. You know, I've heard this multiple times recently is like, uh, Christians shouldn't be involved in politics, but politics really just means community. And of course, Christians should be involved in community. Um, Yeah, a community, I think we could all agree, community is important. So anyway, I believe in you. I pray boldness in your life and take a courage to stand for truth. You never know the difference, the impact that you can make. You know, it said um, every man wants to change the world, but in fact, if they would just change themselves, they would be changing the world. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you could do me a big favor, hit that subscribe button, share it on social media. I saw Guillermo reposted the podcast on uh, his story. So thank you, Guillermo. I appreciate that. I hope you have a blessed rest of your week. Be bold. Be courageous. You got this. I believe in you. See ya.